This episode of Keeping It Real is brought to you by Real Geeks. How many homes are you going to sell this year? Do you have the right tools? Is your website turning soft leads into interested buyers? Are you spending money on leads that aren't converting? Well, Real Geeks is your solution. Find out why agents across the country choose Real Geeks as their technology partner. Real Geeks was created by an agent for agents. They pride themselves on delivering a sales and marketing solution so that you can easily generate more business. Their agent websites are fast and built for lead conversion with a smooth search experience for your visitors. Real Geeks also includes an easy-to-use agent CRM, so once a lead signs up on your website, you can track their interest and have great follow-up conversations. Real Geeks is loaded with a ton of marketing tools to nurture your leads and increase brand awareness. Visit realgeeks.com forward slash keeping it real pod and find out why realtors come to Real Geeks to generate more business. Again, visit realgeeks.com forward slash keeping it real pod. And now, on to our show. Welcome to Keeping It Real, the largest podcast made for real estate agents and by real estate agents. My name is DJ Paris. I am your guide and host through the show. And today is our monthly series called the Monday Market Minute with Carrie McCormick. She is from the Carrie McCormick Real Estate Group with At Properties, Christie's International. Now, Carrie is a top 1% producer here in Chicago with over 20 years of experience helping buyers, sellers, and investors. In fact, in the past 12 months, out of almost 46,000 real estate agents, Carrie uh, was ranked in the top 15, not 15%, the num- 15 top realtors in all of Chicago. She's a true superstar and an expert in everything from first time home buyers veteran investors, and luxury properties. And she also works with a lot of developers, and she's often chosen to represent their high-end developments. Now, please visit Carrie at her website, which is kerrymccormickre.com. And also, especially follow her on Instagram. She has one of the most uh, trafficked uh, Instagram accounts for Chicago realtors. So Carrie McCormick Real Estate again. So on Instagram, Carrie McCormick Real Estate, and she does all of her own posts herself. So if you want to see what a successful agent who does all their own postings on social and gets a lot of traffic and a lot of engagement, check out Carrie McCormick Real Estate on Instagram. Carrie, welcome once again to the show. That's the best intro. I wish I could call you every morning. <laughs> hear that. That's so nice. So thank you. And I love well, being here. Well, thank you. I'm, uh, I, I enjoy having, uh, having you on the show. I know our audience really loves having you on because you have been a top producer here in the Chicagoland area for gosh, for forever, essentially. And you're so well-respected and your time is very valuable. So we appreciate you spending some time telling our audience what you've learned and um, so what, what do you want to talk about today? I, you, well, you and I were talking about just beforehand about inventory and how that is, of course, at least here in the Chicagoland market, but most likely in, in other markets that our audience is paying attention to, um, we're dealing with a shortage and we just are, and, and it's, it's affecting everybody. Um, so anyway, I wanted to find out what you wanted to chat about today. Yeah. So we'll just talk a little bit about inventory. I know everyone's kind of tired of probably hearing it, but just, you know, I'm here in Chicago and um, just like all of us around the United States are having this issue. And I think going into 2022, people were excited um, to have a new opportunity, you know, since they lost out in 2021. 
but we're still having challenges now. The inventory is at its lowest. We're at 910,000 at the start of this year. It's the lowest since 1999. Um, according to, well, that's according to the National Association of Realtors, just so you know. Um, competition is still fierce. <laughs> it's it's really crazy out there. But now in 2022, we've got inflation. We've got soaring sales prices. We have uh, mortgage rates that are um, pushing up a little bit. So what it's doing is it's reducing the pur purchasing power for clients. Um, so for example, I have a client last year, we're just going to use the number of a million dollars just for a round number. You know, they were looking at a million dollar homes last year. We couldn't find what they wanted or got outbeat. And then this year we're back in the market, but because interest rates have ticked up a little bit and um, they wanted to do some renovations and those costs have gone up, you know, now their buying power is, is less. So now we're looking at $900,000 homes. But again, with this inventory, it's just, it's, it's, it's been a, just a little, um, it's been tough. But as brokers, you know, our job is obviously to guide our clients and be creative with um, how we're presenting offers and, and finding properties there. I, I want to jump in for a sec because I was just thinking about this from a psychological perspective that this idea of your purchasing power going down because you there isn't enough inventory to really find a place right now and rates are raising rising. And I was thinking that, you know, it, it, it probably will all be fine if we start getting more inventory and prices come down, maybe that'll adjust for the fact for sure. that rates rates are going up. But psychologically, it's got to just, I, I was just thinking of myself, if all of a sudden somebody said, well, now you can't get the million dollar home, now you can only get 800 an $800,000 home, even though logically that might still just work out fine. Um, right. I don't, it doesn't feel good to hear that news. And I, I'm almost wondering for agents, um, that's something that to re realize there's a psychological hurdle there that somebody needs to be soothed to hear that information <laughs> because it, it is a, it's, it's a bummer. It's like, well, you can't get that anymore. Now you, now you have to go down a tier, even though the down tier might not actually be a down tier. Right. Um, so I, I just think that's a good point that people have to, there is a little bit of a loss, a feeling of loss there, even though it might be invisible that, that aid, that clients need to sort of be explained that, you know, don't let this sort of throw you. For sure. I mean, I, I love what I do every day. I've been doing this for two decades now, and I've never seen a market like this. And um, it is, I mean, I want my clients to be happy and, you know, that's what, what the goal is. So it, it's, it's been challenging and I understand their frustration. So um, I wanted to also share with you just kind of where, again, we're in Chicago is where our inventory is here. So new listings in the city of Chicago right now are up 0.7% for single family homes. But this is an interesting number, the what we call um, attached properties, which is the condos and the townhomes, that inventory is down 27%, which is a huge number. Um, and again, that just goes to, into the inventory realm. Um, I think too, the challenge we're having here, again, just like every market is, is that sellers don't want to sell their home because they have nowhere to go. And DJ and I were just talking about this. I've got clients that are making unsolicited offers to people that their homes are not on the market. And if I were to get an offer on my home, I love my house. But if I were to get an offer on my home, I don't think I would sell it. You know, yeah. it just, and I was thinking like, what number would would someone have to give to me? 
Um, and I was just joking around saying if someone even gave me, well, I shouldn't even say if someone gave me a lot of money, I don't think I would move because I don't know where I'd go to. So, um, so when we see the new listings, um, up, you know, the, the single family homes up 0.7%, it's because they, you know, people just don't have anywhere to go. Yeah, it's interesting. And you're so right that people are getting these offers, these unsolicited letters in the mail, or maybe they're getting phone calls or emails because inventory is so low. But you know, it's really interesting. So this is just kind of a behind the scene thing. So Carrie happened to represent the developer sort of just coincidentally of the place that I ended up buying. So, um, which is really fun and cute that I got to get a place from, from Carrie essentially. Um, this is before, before COVID or rather right when COVID was, was starting and we didn't have as many of these issues. And so I got sort of lucky in, in timing. Um, but you know, what's funny is I was thinking about this. I just celebrated a year here or, or I'm about to celebrate a year here. Yeah. I have received no, not only not a, any sort of letters, and this is a new development and there's new construction. So maybe I'm not on the radar of, as much right now, but I've not received any letters, any of saying, Hey, we know you just bought your place, but are you interested in selling? Um, and I've also not received any marketing materials from agents, which is kind of remarkable. If you think like, obviously, yes, somebody who just moved into a new development probably mm-hmm. isn't moving a year in, but I would think I'd get something, even a letter that said, you we know you lonely. just, yeah. you <laughs> I, I, I'm actually, uh, I'm just surprised. I would have just thought yeah. somebody would have gone, you know, this guy's probably five years out or whatever the, you know, mm-hmm. the, 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 he's not moving for a while, you know, five to seven years, but I'm going to start the relationship now. And nobody has done that to anyone in our building. Cause I ask our agent or the other owners. So just a little marketing tip there, obviously it's a long-term strategy, but a great opportunity is to really start, you know, relationships with people that move here because we have even people in our building that move from other states because of yeah. job opportunities. They're here. They're new to Chicago. They they just used an agent probably, but who knows? Maybe they didn't like their agent. So um, just an opportunity to think about, you know, and the reason I'm thinking about this a lot is I was, um, Carrie uh, has a colleague um, or somebody she's worked with, I'm sure many, many times who was a guest on our show years ago. His name's Michael Rosenblum. He's a Chicago-based agent. And he really became, he built a good part of his business by just blanketing certain buildings that he wanted to really, big condo buildings. And he he became very, very popular in, in buildings by just saying, sending out mailers. Um, so I just was thinking, you know, somebody could, you know, who isn't, who hasn't started doing that. If you have some spare time on your hand, start blanketing some of these buildings, you know, every month with a little mailer and, you know, over time, probably two, three years later, you're going to, you'll, you'll get some leads from that for sure. Absolutely. You know, also just kind of what we were talking about is I read this article about FOMO, fear of missing out. And we always thought about that as far as, um, you know, social, but it's, it's now kind of hit the real estate market, just like you were saying is that, you know, you know, if if something's not selling in the market, you know, if you have a house, that's not selling people, the sellers are feeling, why is mine not selling? I hear all these articles or a buyer can't get a house. They feel like they're missing out. So it's, it's become a real thing in the real estate market now. 
Yeah, there's just it's people are just really desperate. And it's um, I, I know even from a support perspective, because mm-hmm. I'm really on the support side for our agents, we're getting so many more questions after hours and on nights and weekends than we ever used to get before from our brokers, because now the urgency is just it's so much more present. It's like, I got to get this offer in right now, even though it's nine o'clock on a Sunday. We're like, oh, OK, so um, so everyone's being being taxed a little bit more. Um but I know you've been in the business for, for, you know, over two decades. Um, and I know you were also going to work on some, or going to share some tips of just things you've learned over the years. Yeah. Would love to hear those. Yeah, no, I'd love to share those with everybody because again, when you're in the business for a long time, it's, it's interesting because every year is just is very different. And you look back and you think of, you know, what was it that made me successful or what, what did I learn? And I would just kind of love to share, um, my perspective of, of what I've learned and the number one, not the number one. So number one though, is just keep learning. Um, and I know that sounds very simple too, but it's sometimes you just stop, um, growing or you, you think, you know, you've got it all figured out, but I will say that this industry after 20 years, every day is very different. And I've always, you know, I take the time to read different articles or different or listen to podcasts or, you know, whatever it is, but really just continue to learn because when you stop learning, you stop growing and your career will begin to decline. Um, So really just always keep an open mind, um, listen to other people, talk to other people, just keep doing research. So learning is, is one of my, uh, my number one tip. Number two, um, success comes through hard work. And a lot of people will ask me, you know, what did you do or how did you do it? And there really is no shortcut to what successful people do. And um, it always does come through hard work. Um, I never met a successful agent that didn't outwork everybody else. And there's some point in our career that you just, I mean, and that's what I feel like I did is I just, I just, you know, outworked everybody. and I will continue to carry that through my career. So number two would be, um, there's no shortcut to success, always have hard work. Number three is, and I love this one because I live and breathe by this one, is be your own brand ambassador. And what I mean by that is um, when I started in my career, I and I think this is a good thing to do, but is I looked at other agents and said, okay, this person's successful. What are they doing? This person's successful. What are they doing? And, you know, to be honest, like I did the balloons on the open house signs. I, you know, baked the chocolate chip cookies. I ordered the pens with my name on it. Cause that's what everyone else was doing. And it just really wasn't working for me, or at least it wasn't like authentic to me. You know, it was just kind of a kind of robotic doing what I thought was the right thing to do. And I really stepped back and I decided, you know, what is my client looking for and what's authentic to me? And that's kind of where my brand came from is it truly is what's authentic to me. And, and I, I support my brand 110%. So everything I do is about my brand, but more importantly, it's about my client experience. So my tip number three is be your own brand ambassador. Um, number four is patience. And this is something I do not have. Anyone know, that knows me knows I do not have patience whatsoever, but patience is so important and not patience in, in the sense that we normally think of patience, but 
just about being successful. I think we're in an era of everyone wants everything right now and they want an answer. They want this. And that is hundred percent how I am. But again, if you want to grow your Instagram account or you want to grow your business or you want to grow whatever it is, you've got to have patience because I think if you don't, you end up making rash decisions. You make poor decisions. You, you just want things to be here and now. And when things are sped up too quickly, I think it, they just, they, they fail. So just have patience in your business. I've got three more. So Great. no, these are all gold. I love them. I think I'm on number five. So number five is listening. And I always say that I think listening sounds like such an easy thing to do. But when, you know, we're salespeople, we like to talk and listening is such an important trait. And I will tell you, I've, a lot of my clients come back to me and they thank me and they say, cause you really listened to what I want. And you really took the time to pay attention to me. And I thought, you know, after you hear that several times, it's really been um, a really good lesson for me. But now as things change too, I think listening in a digital era is very different, right? So mm-hmm. we've got um, just social media, for example, or um, well, social media. So now you're listening, you have to listen to your audience and it comes in the form of likes or emojis mm-hmm. or clicks or views or whatever it is. So not only you're now watching, you know, the engagement of your social media, but that's listening. It's listening to what your clients want or listening to how they respond to your posts. So it's become a little more complicated, but I think, you know, stepping back and looking at your business and looking and listening to what your clients want is important. Can, can I jump in for a sec? I'll, yeah. I'll give everyone. So I, I recruit realtors all day. That's what I've done for the last, I don't know, 11 or 12 years. It's really all I do. Um, and after, so we have two companies and I think we have a total of about 14 or 1500 agents total. Um, and I'll just give you guys a, a quick tip on how I've recruited a lot of agents and it's not, there's no secret, but it is one thing that I I do consistently. And it's something anybody can do, whether they're talking to their buyers or sellers. And, you know, I don't work with buyers or sellers. I work with realtors, but one, but the principle is the same. And the most important part of the conversation I have, which is almost always over the phone, somebody says, yeah, yeah, there's a million other real estate companies. You want me to join yours, you know, why or you know what what do you guys have going on and my instead of me wanting to immediately say oh here's why you should join us we're the greatest and we're the best which i i don't do anyway but that's what they're expecting they're expecting a pitch and what i do instead i mean ultimately i do tell them about our firm but the first thing i say is hey if you were to think about moving firms which i don't know whether you're actually wanting to move right now or not what is it that you would be looking for? And then I shut up and I just listen and they say, well, I'd like more training or I want a better split or whatever the criteria is that they would actually want to consider moving. And I, I ask them, is there anything else? You know? And so I get a little list of three or four things. And then I literally just repeat it back and say, okay, just to make sure I understand correctly, you're looking for more training, a better split, you know, what, whatever. Um, and <laughs> it's so simple and so easy. And people go, wow, thank you. Yes, that's exactly right. And all you're doing is verifying what they've already told you. Right. It sounds simple, but it, it's, it's, it's a bit of a lost art. And um, I encourage everybody to do that with their sellers and buyers too, is to say, okay, based on what you told me, here's what I heard. Is this right? And then right. have them confirm it. Yeah. 
no, it's good. And it's, it is interesting how we just don't listen, you know? So Cause, cause you, you probably get pitched a lot. Obviously you're a top producer. I mean, I don't know how maybe, maybe, maybe people leave you alone at this point because uh, they know, you know, you're happy where you are, but um, when you get pitched by other firms there, well, I don't know. I don't know what it's like, um, you know, sort of at your level, but do you get a lot of people that want to just say, Hey, come over to our firm. We're the greatest. Or is it, is it more of like, Hey, I'd love to hear about what I could do to help grow your business. I'm just curious on. Yeah. I've on- got pitched recently by two companies and um, which I'm not going to say obviously, sure. but one was um, phenomenal. And they, you know, it was just like you said, it's what can I do? What can I do for you? Yeah. What could we do for you? And they listened and you know, the issues that I have obviously is really just time as I don't have enough time in the day, but, you know, we sat and strategized and talked about ways to, to alleviate that and to, to solve my problems. And it was such a great phone call and, you know, so appreciative. And if they're listening, you know who you are. And then I got pitched by another company and it was over text, which I first of all, (laughs) was a terrible method of pitching somebody. Um, and then it was, this is what we can do for you. And I responded and said, you know, thank you for the text message. Cause I, of course, always want to acknowledge everyone. And, um, I said, you know, your company reached out to me before and they were not able to give me what I was looking for. And he said, okay, thank you. <laughs> Thanks. And that was it. Goodbye. <laughs> and it was like, oh, I mean, you know, it just, I don't know. So it's, you know, and again, that's why I talk about whether it's, it's, you know, a phone call to someone and really listening with your ears or it's Mm -hmm. digital social media, text messaging, whatever it is, it's a different form of communication, but you still need to listen. And um, it's how those responses are that can make or break your relationship with someone. And that second relationship to me was completely broken. And I just thought it was very poorly executed. So anyways, um, Listening is extremely important. Um, two more. Next one is ego. So this is all very interesting. And um, again, we're salespeople. I think it's an ego-driven, if you're in real estate, it, you're, it's an ego-driven um, industry. But I think what I had to do early on is set my ego aside and realize that um, my job is about servicing my client. It's not about me. And I will tell you one quick story is um, I call it the number one versus number three story. And what that means is I was the fourth real estate agent to go interview with this particular seller. Within the first minute of me sitting down with the seller, the seller says, let me guess, you're the number one agent in Chicago. <laughs> you won all these awards and you know, you're going to tell me how great you are. And it just seemed like he was really kind of fed up. And I was really upset that I was the number four agent coming in, but um, I actually said to him, I said, I'm not number one and I'm not going to tell you I'm number one. I said, but I'm number three. <laughs> he actually laughed at it. And I actually had the um, stats of all the brokers with me, not for this meeting, but just, I just have it with me. And I showed it to him and I said, I'm not number one and I'm not going to tell you I'm number one, but what I'm going to tell you is what I'm here for. And I went through, you know, what I could do for him and how I'm going to sell his house and how I'm going to do this, you know, what I was going to do. And he was so happy. But, you know, the interesting thing is that 
the three agents that were before me that said they're number one weren't even on that list of like the top 10 agents. So, and the purpose of me doing that wasn't to, because I, I don't know who the other agents were, but you know, my purpose wasn't to do that, but it was just to show, it doesn't matter if you're number one, two, three, four, or five, it doesn't matter. What matters is how you service your client. So, um, you know, I really put my ego aside for that meeting and he was so happy you know, that I wasn't coming in there like I'm number one and look how much I sold. And so you really need to set your ego aside, you know, in this business, I think. Um, and my last tip to everybody, and I truly believe this. And again, it's another one that sounds so easy is kindness. I will tell you that saying that goes kill them with kindness is this such the truth. And I found that kindness has been my biggest ROI in my business, because whether you're dealing with an inspector, an attorney, another broker, a buyer seller, anyone that impacts your business, if you are kind to them, if you are nice to them, if you're professional, I'm not talking like you've got to go out and buy them gifts. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about just be a true professional and, you know, just be kind to everyone. It's been it's been the nicest gift back because obviously being kind to people makes you feel good about yourself and, you know, it's giving, but it comes back to you. And if they choose not to be kind back to you, that's to me, that's their problem, but be kind to everybody. And I think we're in a point in this world that everyone just deserves and needs a little more kindness. I agree. I um, was at an event recently with a top producer who was speaking and he made a big deal. He was talking about a different something else. And he goes, you know what? I'm going to stop my talk right now because I want every, this is a room full of realtors. There's a few hundred of them. He goes, I really want to make sure everybody hears this and please everybody do it. Uh, he was saying, if you're running five minutes late to a showing, you of course should be telling your client, Hey, I'm running a few minutes late, right. you know, but he goes, the second text you should make is to the other agent and you should say, Hey, I am so sorry. I'm running just three minutes late, even if it's three minutes. And he goes, you'd be shocked how few, few times agents will do that. And he goes, their time is just as valuable as yours. And yours. and yes, everyone runs late. We all understand it. It's not the end of the world, but letting people that that's a kind, compassionate thing to do. And I one time um, interviewed uh, someone on our podcast, and I won't mention who they are because um, th this, th I'm going to say something possibly a little bit negative about them, but then go then talk about how what, what a wonderful thing they did. There's somebody I had on my show years ago who is a very intimidating person, and I won't even mention where they are, but somebody whose who's, uh, reputation as I had heard it was, this person's going to be difficult. And this person um, was running about five minutes late to our podcast. And about 15 minutes before the show, uh, this person emailed, or I'll just say it's a he, he emailed me and said, I am so terribly sorry. I am running a few minutes behind. I know your time is valuable. I just wanted to let you know, I'm, I'll be there three or four minutes after. Mm -hmm. And I do the show three, four, two, three, four times a week sometimes very rarely, if anyone's late, do they ever tell me, even if it's just a few minutes. And I thought that's why this person is successful because that's a kind and compassionate thing to do. And it made me really feel so much warmer towards this individual. So yeah. even little, it's always little things, right? It is. It's, it's always the little things, but it's, to me, it's, um, 
well, it's stuff our parents taught us to do, right? And yeah. um, no, it just, it does. It goes a long way. And that's why I say that's your biggest ROI on your business because yeah. it's, it's simple, it's free, it's easy to do. And I will tell you after years of doing it, um, you know, it, it just, it does come back and people do appreciate it. And did, did we have one more tip, I think, or was that's that the it. last one? That's it. That's all. I think well, yeah. I, I have a few tips. Um, so thank you, Carrie. Those tips were really good. And, and for everyone listening, yes, be kind. You know, she, she had a lot of great tips in there that seem really simple and, and they are simple, but they're, that's why they're, that's why they're tips. And, and, and the fundamentals almost always win the game. It's always the simple things executed over time consistently that win the race. Um, the, I had a couple of things that were, I was thinking about so I was mentioning earlier in the show that I am coming up on my one year anniversary and of this awesome, uh, condo that I happened to purchase, uh, from Carrie who represented the developers and boy, people who walk into this place, it's called Alco, by the way, if you're a Chicago person, I think they have still have a few units, uh, that are still available Ew. It's in Wicker park. It's unbelievable. Yes. Uh, it is, it is really a cool place. I mean, this is a great place. So I am very happy and and it's so very fun to talk to Carrie because she's the reason, uh, that I even learned about this place and here I am now I get to live here, but I will tell you, and there's no, but there, everything's great. I love it. And, and I'm in the industry and I'm sort of not in the industry too, because I really don't practice real estate. So I'm one of those dummies, just like all of our clients who goes to Zillow and goes, I wonder what my home's worth these days, even though, I'm a licensed broker. I can technically go on the MLS and run a CMA, except I have no idea really how to do that. So I said, I'm just going to go to Zillow because I'm feeling lazy and I'm just curious if my place is appreciated. Not that I'm looking to move, but people just want to know what their assets are worth. So I went on and it, I saw a pretty impressive number and I went, Ooh, I felt good. Now it's an invisible number. It doesn't really mean much, but it made me feel good. And I thought if I'm doing that and I'm in the industry, I would guess that a lot of people are doing that as well. Um, a lot of, you know, people that, that every one of our listeners knows, whether they're a client or just a friend. So I would think a good marketing opportunity right now, and look, and I had to, I looked at the number that the Zestimate gave me and I thought, boy, that, that doesn't seem right. That seems way higher than what it should be, but maybe my home's appreciated. I don't know. So it was a very exciting number. But remember when people go on Zillow and they look up their own home, you don't get notified about that. The agent never knows. That's a, that's a something that somebody just does, but I'll bet you a lot of people are doing that right now. Just, just out of curiosity, what's yeah. my homework. So if it was me and I was maybe in between clients right now, I had some spare time. I would consider everybody in my database running a Zestimate, which takes two seconds and saying, Hey, I just looked on Zillow and it shows that your home is worth X. But I and I didn't know if you'd seen that. But then I also ran a more a thorough analysis, a, a, a proper CMA, um, which it, through the system that we use here in, in Chicago is as one of the ways you could do it is called Cloud CMA. That's the one of the tools that all the realtors in Chicago have access to, which is almost as fast as, as estimate really. Um, but it's a little bit of a probably more thorough uh, investigation into it, and so. You can do that. And yes, you're going to do a lot of them and they take time, but boy, I would be doing that for all of my sellers right now and saying, just so that, you know, here's what I saw on Zillow. Here's what I think your home might be actually worth today. If you want to talk about it, we can certainly have a conversation. So I was just thinking that would be, uh, cause I just went on Z Zillow. So I was thinking probably people are doing the same. 
Right. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. Because as the agent, you're just not going to know. And if somebody all of a sudden sees their home as appreciated to like mine, why well, I, I won't, I won't share the numbers, but, but it was, it was sizable. It was a sizable increase. And I was like, well, I'm not moving, but um, I wonder if it's really worth this. And so then I started looking into it. And then the other tip I have is around rentals. So in the Chicagoland area, um, and, and again, I know all of our listeners are not here in the Chicagoland area, but this is the beginning of our rental season. Um, you know, the March uh, to sort of March to September, October time is when people usually move for apartments here in Chicago, probably the same all over the country. But right now we have inventory shortages, but we still do have pretty low rates for people that maybe um, aren't, you know, like Carrie was saying, people who, who have been trying to buy a place, um, they're not probably appreciating the rate hike, but for everyone else who's renting that might be thinking of buying, still pretty low rate environment. So I would definitely be having conversations with uh, renters right now and say, hey, I don't know if you're gonna rent for another year, inventory is low, it might be a good idea to do that, but we should start the conversation as rates start to inch upward, we should start looking at least. Um, and now's the time to have those conversations as leases come due, um, so there's that, time in the spring and there's a time in the fall when leases kind of tend to come due. And this is a great opportunity, even if you don't want to do rentals, just to talk to people that are renting and say, Hey, what's, what's the goal? You know, what, what are you looking What do you want to do in the next couple of years? And then start having those conversations right now. So great opportunity to talk to everyone who owns a home and a great opportunity to talk to everyone who's renting uh, right now. Love it. Awesome. Well, I uh, I also want to uh, give Carrie um, a, a very uh, appreciative thank you on behalf of our audience. I don't know if Carrie even knows this, but we recently, within the last three weeks, uh, we crossed over a million downloads. And so we're very grateful to uh, Carrie for uh, specifically because she was the very first partner we ever had on our show when we started. She helped take a lot of the heavy lifting off of me so that uh, she could make her voice be heard and we could put out more episodes and she was the very first person that ever came on our show to on a regular basis and here she is all these years later i think it's about five years now and she is just a warm-hearted wonderful person that that loves to give and here we are now a million downloads later we've had over a hundred and fifteen thousand individuals have listened to at least one episode so this has made a, a some sort of impact on the real estate um uh real the realtor podcast uh sort of space and we are so grateful so carrie on behalf of everyone thank you for all the years of service to us um and we are excited to continue on into the future and for everyone listening by the way you really should be following her carrie on instagram um that's carrie mccormick real estate so that's her instagram also you can visit her website which she is oh by the way Carrie is actually looking to reach. Should, should we put out the, uh, the the feelers? Because Carrie, by the way, has like one of the greatest websites ever. Um, and she's actually looking to redo it. So um, I encourage everyone to check it out. But if you know of anyone, Carrie was asking me, you know, hey, who do you know who does great realtor websites? So if anyone out there um, has a good lead awesome. for Carrie, um, CarrieMcCormickRE.com is her website. And it, it, I don't think it needs a facelift at all because I love it, but um, she is always looking to grow and change. So if anyone knows of a great developer out there that can build cool websites, definitely reach out to Carrie. But um, Carrie, if anyone out there also has a question for you or maybe wants to um, maybe have you speak or, or maybe has, wants you to represent them in buying or selling a property, what, how should they reach out? 
Always call me 312-961-4612 or send me an email at Carrie, C-A-R-R-I-E at atproperties.com. And yes, please keep sending the questions. Call me. I get a lot of interaction from brokers all across the United States and I love it. And I'm a giver, so I'm happy to you know talk with anyone. And like you said, speaking events. I've been doing more speaking events, which I love to do. So happy to be a guest on any speaking event uh, for free. And I will also say that um, this is something very exciting. And also another thank you to Carrie because we crossed over. I mentioned a million downloads about th- maybe three weeks ago, maybe mm-hmm. four weeks ago. Um, and we've already crossed over a million one. So it took us five years to get to a million and now we're already at a million one. So um, on behalf of uh, Carrie and myself, we wanted to say thank you to everyone listening. Thank you for telling a friend we spend no money on on marketing uh, this podcast to other agents, which um, maybe one day we will do that. But for now, we seem to be growing organically and we're so grateful. And we really have the listeners to thank for that, as well as our our guest hosts. So Carrie, uh, thank you so much on behalf of everyone. And on behalf of Carrie and myself, again, thanks to the audience for continuing to tell a friend. So everyone who's listening before you sign off, we just ask that you do two things. Um, One, tell another friend, please tell a friend about our show. Let us let them know. I, I had a very funny experience. And this is not it, it did sort of, um, it's an ego experience, but it was, a, it was a cute one to have. I sat, I went to an event, uh, last week and I sat down and at a random table with two uh, realtors who I did not know from a different company. And they said, we recognize your voice from, yes. from your podcast. And, and I thought that was very cute. And, um, and then I got to meet them. And so I was really honored that people do listen and just random people. And that happened at National Association of Realtors as well. And it's not about me because I just kind of facilitate the conversation, but I am really grateful to this community. People are so kind. You were talking about kindness being a skill. It, it, that kindness goes so far. And every person on our show is is a, that we've either had as a guest or we've had on as a host like Carrie, they're just kind, lovely people. And this is an industry, if you look for it, full of kind, lovely people. And I really encourage everyone listening to get involved with their local association to meet more of those types of people because it really helps the when it's stressful. It's nice to have um, good people to, to be able to communicate with. And Carrie works for a great company at Properties who has lots of that. And at Properties, for those of you who don't know, um, is a major, major powerhouse here in Chicago. They're probably the top real estate company as far as volume here in, in the Chicagoland area. Now they're expanding to other markets. They just moved out to California as well. Um, and they're, they, they have their slogan is one word, love. And I think that is a amazing as a brand and an amazing thing that they have done. And they attract agents who really are kind, lovely people. So we're big fans of at properties. We're big fans of Carrie coming on our show, but we ask everyone to please tell a friend about us. And then also leave us a review. Tell us what you think of the show. So whether you're listening on Apple, uh, well, now it's called Apple podcasts used to be called iTunes, or, or maybe you're on Stitcher or Spotify or Pandora or, um, Google play anywhere. You're listening to podcasts. Let us know what you think of the show. Give us a review. Tell us what you think that helps us improve and also gets us more visibility. So we reach more agents, but anyway, that's enough about me. Um, thanks Carrie for a million downloads and being here for all these years. We're so honored to have you and, um, we will see everybody on the next episode. Awesome.
Thank you, guys. Oh, 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 o